0: These are shoes. <laughs> I know. But you just started going, oh my gosh, guys. You got me thinking about that.
1: They're not that sweet.
2: No. All black. No. I don't know, guys.
1: I don't How know. many pairs of all black shoes do you have? I don't have any. I don't have any. I actually don't have any either, and I've been... Trying to resist the urge because I'm like, every time I'm like, ah, I could use a, a pair of all black sneakers right now. Right? Yeah. yeah.
2: You know? They go I like am anything? in the
0: same exact boat. I, I don't literally don't have a pair. I, th- I only have a pair of dress ones. Oh man. <laughs> go black well, with the gum But here's the, the thing. Soul.
1: I do have like the like Reeboks that. that we got. My, the, but they're black and white. Uh-huh. And sometimes I just need like a a solid all black. Yeah. But I like. The whole thing. I want them to be black. Maybe gum bottoms, but that's all I will accept.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> gum <laughs> bottoms. Well, it's cool. I, I can try these free for seven days. So <laughs> return some shoes that's after seven days. That's yeah. the yeah. weirdest thing. you are running some mud before I buy. I'm right in. Right. Oh, you,
1: they don't have your size. Son
2: of <laughs> <laughs> too good to be true. That's too always the kicker. Good to be true. How's everybody doing today?
1: pretty good pretty excellent
2: good. pretty good yeah that's it i'm somewhere in,
3: in between the two of them yeah i'm quite good quite good wow a little stressful yeah. but
1: stress oh.
2: stress
3: i'm good i am good just you know getting some things organized getting some tech stuff set up the shoulders <laughs> i said don't bring up to what's tom it, what's wrong with your shoulders? nothing is wrong with my shoulders <laughs> what happened what made you go into the doctor I'm really bad about going to the doctor and
1: see his palms are sweaty there's something talk to us.
3: So I went in 2017 and then 2012 was my last two visits before I got pneumonia this past uh, April and they saw how often I go to the doctor and they were like you need to go to the doctor. I'm like all right. I'll get a physical, get checked up. So I went to my physical and the doc who I like a lot uh, <laughs> She basically called me on my bullshit, and she's like, "I'm. You are getting X-rays on your shoulders right now." She's like, "You could do whatever you want, but they weren't great." Mm. So, Man. you know, this this PT thing on this side is not bad. What was she having you do movements, and she was like, "You
0: move horribly," or <laughs> were you like, "My shoulders hurt really bad?"
3: <laughs> I don't even know. She just. Visualize she saw. She saw it like yourself, not shoulders right. are like, <laughs> pretty much. I don't know. Cause she was like, She's like, Is there anything you want checked up on? I'm like, nope. She's like, You're hundred percent good. I'm like, I am. And okay, then somehow in the next like disgusting. twenty seconds, she's like, That shoulder seems really messed up. So that's what I'm dealing with. But hmm. but she was really cool because she understood and she actually had done CrossFit in the past. So she gets it. Um but you know, I'm 38 years old, so, you know, the talk of surgery versus, uh, you know, like a steroid or topical or whatever, all that stuff, we discussed all options. So it was cool. She was not um, shoving any option down my throat. So she's like, you can do whatever and maintain and do whatever. I don't even know if it's a a tear or just um, a bad strain. So we'll see how the imaging comes back good
0: how do you feel max i feel mm-hmm. right at you got some aches and pains but
2: overall feeling pretty well is it worth it so the question always you know being athletes growing up and now we're all sort of dealing with our own physical ailments mm-hmm. as a result probably of how hard we've pushed our bodies the question then is is it worth it was it worth it is it yeah have you had surgeries on your body oh yeah yeah, no, I I think I'm like 18 broken bones, Jeez. like, oh man, maybe f- five surgeries. Um, but like, both both of my knees are shot, like yeah. literally need to be replaced. Last week, really? Um, yeah, I went in probably about a month and a half ago. Hey, my knees hurt, uh, and I I knew it was coming. And the docs like, yeah, man, they're both ready to be replaced, like total replacement, both knees. That's insane. I'm so arthritic on both sides that. You know, um, so and of course you're like, oh, I'm way too young for that shit. Like, no way. Yeah. Um, so I was gonna do you know the uh, biohacking route of getting stem cells mm-hmm. and um, PRP, and I've actually had stem cells in both knees already. Um, but somebody asked me the other day, I was like, yeah, I need a double knee replacement. I've been putting it off, but of course this weekend I'm at a volleyball tournament, like hobbling around, <laughs> knees are like, just. Keep, Screaming at me, and so I'm like, Well, I'm just gonna pull the trigger, I'm gonna do it, yeah. and I have a surgery. Um, but somebody asked me the other day, They're like, Would you, you know, there's a time I'm playing Division three college football, I had a partially torn ACL in my left knee. Um, and you know, doc's like, Well, your season's done. I'm like, No, no, it's, what are you talking about, bro? It's not, <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's like, Well, you know, and I'm like, I'm playing, I don't, you know, I don't care what you tell me, I'm gonna go out and try and play. Um, he's like, well, you got to get this brace, and you got to sign off like a personal liability against the doctor, right? So, because he was obviously part of the school. Mm-hmm. But um, so I signed a personal waiver. He's like, yeah, buddy. He's like, you know, the odds of you losing that knee at some point during this game are pretty good. Somehow I made it through. Um, and then, but then in that game, I broke my arm. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> so um, I finished finished the game with the bro- you know with the broken arm. I just taped it up. God, I remember seeing my mom on Sunday morning. My hand is like huge. And I'm like, Mom, I don't know. I think I did. She's like, You are fine. Stop being a baby. Uh-huh. So, uh, shout out, mom. Uh, <laughs> so you know, you try and practice, you know, a couple of days and I go and see the trainers, like, Oh my God, dude, we need to get you in for x rays and everything. Um, so they're like, Yeah, we need to put, you know, a cast, you know, you're done. And I'm like, Whoa, whoa, guys, guys, I don't think you understand. Like, I'm not done. So um, casted my arm. And so uh the next week I played with a broken arm and a partially torn ACL. Um and this is division three college football. It's like, you know, it's not like I was Man. um but it was wild. So and it's amazing what you could talk them to back in the day. Now, obviously for liability, you know, they'd be like there's no effing and Way. Yeah. But so they put a cast on me. And I had them just... Put
1: some soft foam around.
2: Well, so what they did was they sawed <laughs> both sides of the cast so I could take it on and off. And mm-hmm. I would just ace wrap the cast on. <laughs> so I would put the cast on. Then before practice, I would take it off. I'd go down to the training room. They'd foam it all up and everything, go to practice. And after practice, i put the cast back on. And I did that for the remainder of the season. Um, but yeah, so... But now, you know, and I, I had had a, a kneecap fracture when I was a little kid. Um, so, like, in my right leg, I was in a full leg cast t- twice before, like, the age of 16. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, and then with the left knee is torn ACL and some cartilage stuff. And uh, I had a back fracture. Um, I had a neck fracture. I broke in both ankles. My gosh. Uh, twice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ligament tear he in my right You should have been a bubble ankle. boy, not know, an athlete. I know, right? I feel like we
3: need the stories behind all of these injuries at some (laughs) point.
2: I mean, there's some good ones. Uh, (laughs) So after I'm done playing football in college, I had the opportunity to play professionally. So, you know, these pro teams, they send you into docs and you get workups and physicals and everything. So... um, one of the Canadian teams that I was working with had me go see this like bone joint specialist guy. So the guy lays me on the table and he's testing. He's like, oh, your knees are screwed. You know, you got mm-hmm. major laxity in both knees. And, this. and I'm like, ah, I don't know what you're talking about. i never never <laughs> hurt in my life. I've been. So Fine. he lays me on my back and he starts manipulating my neck. And he's like, what did you do to your neck? And I'm like, nothing. I, I'm, I like no neck injuries, nothing, yeah. nothing, no shoulders. Um, and he's like, man, he goes, you really did something to see whatever and i'm like no man he goes no and so they do an x-ray and everything and he's like see that right there he's just you know a dense spot on my cervical spine and he goes he goes that was a fracture at some point he goes i don't know when or whatever and i'm like jeez, <laughs> oh, great you know awesome man but of course you know when when i grew up playing football like everything was lead with your head oh yeah <laughs> so it, was, it explains a lot now yeah but like Assholes! What, you got <laughs> read <agreed> really quick.
0: <laughs> they completely switched how I tackling know, formally, like, well, Even when I was in high school, which was ten years ago, it was head in front. And then oh, I yeah. remember starting to coach at Avon, and they were like, "Yeah, head behind, and you hit with the shoulder." And I was like, "This is what? like arm tackling. <laughs> like that's like the incorrect way." When I used to, play yeah, it, so. everything
2: was lead with the crown of your head. Yeah, you put the crown nuts. of your head yep. right, and of course. Yeah. You know, when I first started playing football, it was like literally the two-bar mask with the foam inside the helmet. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, didn't protect you at all. But right Yeah. yeah. Anyway, right so up. but the question is... So
1: was, was it, it worth it? Was it,
0: it worth yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So the reason I ask that is like aches and pains and stuff. Because I, I remember when I, I tore my labrum in football my senior year. And they were like talking about surgery or if I should just do banded work to like mm-hmm. strengthen mm-hmm. it up some more. And they said if I didn't get surgery, I would have, like, arthritis when I got older and stuff. So I never got surgery, and I did a ton of band work. Um, (laughs) Clearly, I didn't listen well, but I I didn't want to go through the surgery process. But I did a ton of band work, and my shoulders feel completely fine. And I'm curious what it would feel like, like, mobility-wise and pain-wise, especially in, like, 10, 15 years Mm -hmm. if I did get the surgery. Have you had any surgeries? Uh, I've had like weird stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I had two hernias when I was a li- really little kid. Um, but besides that, pretty much nothing. I did step this, is a, this is a wild story. I was on a beach when I was a freshman or sophomore in high school, freshman year. I was on the beach, went out late at night. I'm walking with my buddy and, um, he's like, do you want to wear flip-flops? And I was like, no, no, we're good. Which is like, hilarious looking back on it. it's such a silly thing we're walking on the beach we're having a good time um, I step on something and I was like oh my gosh that hurts so bad but like it didn't hurt terribly but <laughs> finish so I had my phone out while I was doing I was texting I finished my text message and then I like put my phone away I look at the bottom of my foot there's just like a little cut with a little bit of blood have you guys heard this story or no, no.
1: no. okay I'm, I'm intrigued yeah, I'm a little, in, I'm little
0: bit of blood on the bottom of my foot Um, and I'm like, all right, whatever. I just like cut it on a shell, keep walking 10 seconds later. I cannot move my foot at all. I can't put any pressure on it. I can't wiggle my toes. It's like some of the worst pain I've ever felt entire foot's locked up. My buddy carries me back to the hotel, (laughs) like all the way. He, he's like, it's the most tired I've ever been in my life because I couldn't walk. I'm just trying so, to visualize you, the massive man that you are, yeah. just being carried a, down a like little a, guy a there, sunset beach. Yeah. <laughs> so we get into like the hotel. I'm looking at the bottom of my foot and there's just this little cut. And we're like, how come I can't move my foot at all? Um, end up going. <laughs> this gets a little wild. We end up going to the doctor. I am pretending to be my buddy for insurance purposes. So highly illegal, but I guess it's like past seven years or something. So you're allowed to talk about now. Pretending to be my buddy. Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, let's hope for our seven (laughs) listeners. Disclaimer. Um, But uh, doctor is like, all right, like it looks completely fine. We'll do an x-ray. Does an x-ray, comes back, and he goes, you have something an inch and a half in your foot. And I'm like, what? What? So I start freaking out. Fly back to the Cleveland Clinic. I go into surgery, and they have no clue what they're going to pull out, and they pull out a crab leg. Oh. <laughs> so I st- and the, yeah, I have a picture of it. I have It's an entire crab leg with the knee joint, everything. I stepped on it, stabbed straight through my foot, and broke off inside. Oh, my God. So that's one of my surgeries. <laughs> but that's like, I think that, plus my hernias are my only ones. So not to get too <laughs> off topic, but... Uh, not yep. a lot of surgeries for I've anybody. never had It's like a horror like, movie
2: thing. And I know. It
0: it's terrifying. So now when I see in horror films, somebody like gets stabbed in the foot and I'm like, why aren't you running away? I'm like, oh yeah, now I know why you're not <laughs> running away.
2: You,
1: you cannot You run. can't.
0: <laughs> I've never so had are you afraid surgery. of the ocean now? Uh, no, but I do. I'm like very conscientious of where I step. Like, mm. when, like I was just at Myrtle Beach and I'm like, I don't know. I might wear flip-flops down <laughs> instead of being barefoot. <laughs>
1: Probably was. Probably was. Yeah. I don't know. The ocean freaks me out now. Like, I, I, when I was younger, I would play, you know, play in the waves board. Wouldn't even think about it. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm like, eh, I'll, I'll just sit here and watch you guys play. I'm good. Rinse I think off a little I bit know, and I then we'll yeah. walk back to my chair. <laughs> I
0: think part of it too, like, because I was the same way, was when I was in Destin, Florida, the water was so clear. Mm. And you're just looking at all the fish, like, biting at your toes without you even feeling it. And I was like, this is like terrifying. (laughs) So then you go to Myrtle Beach where you can't see the floor and you're like,
1: what
3: is down there? The floor. Yeah. (laughs) The ocean floor. (laughs)
1: Well, if
3: you ask Tom based on uh, the Meg two,
2: it's pretty wild stuff from what I hear. Yeah. But man, listen, guys, (laughs) listen, no, it's so funny being in the ocean. I was just in Florida myself and like, I don't know why, but my mind, like I'm I go in the water and I sit there and I start like looking over the surface of the water. Like if I, I could see a shark if it's rolling up on me. <laughs> yeah. Like and I would take this thing out. Like if it came on me, like I would Punch totally it in the nose. Like I don't know why I would think that, right? Yeah. Um But uh yeah, I I I love the ocean mm-hmm. when I was a young man. Like so I saw Jaws. Mm-hmm. Um, I, have you seen don't uh, no I have we talked don't even
1: say but, uh,
2: but anyway Jaws was you know when I was a young man was terrifying like to the point where oh 100% you, I wouldn't want to take a shower because it was water mm-hmm. like it was terrifying but anyway I fell in love with kind of the ocean and sharks and would read all these books on sharks and really wanted to be an oceanographer until I realized or a marine biologist until I realized it wasn't just sharks mm-hmm. um, but one of my bucket list things is to cage dive with great whites. Whoa. Do that, it. Right. Do well, it. so I have actually booked the trip on two separate occasions <laughs> and the people I'm supposed to go with bail. Oh, uh, so I was like, uh, I don't know. And then we were just in Fort Lauderdale, the Fort Lauderdale and I was like, maybe I'll go do it. But now I'm a big one. Now oh I'm my. afraid. No. You know, now, well, the internet's the problem. Yeah. yeah. Cause you could, you know, like you're just like, Oh, search Instagram. Blah, 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 and there's like shark attack. You're yeah. like, Oh, yeah. okay. Mm. It's terrifying. That big blue open water terrifies me. Crazy. And then they have, you know, apparently Megalodons are back. True. Or if you guys saw the movie, The Meg <laughs> 1 and 2, it was so good they made a sequel. But uh, Just go with Jason Statham. Yeah, be safe. Statham, yeah. dude. Statham is the answer to everything.
1: He'll save us all. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um,
3: going back to uh, the surgery thing, because I've never had surgery, so is it worth it? What do you recommend <laughs> for a 38-year-old? Listen, it might just be a strain, but let's say doc says you could and should do surgery.
2: I don't want to. I don't know. All right. I don't know. Ben, <laughs> y- you've had surgeries. What do you think?
1: I have. Um, mine, though, I guess were necessary. Mm-hmm. I mean, the oh, only yeah, real yeah, surgeries true. I've had were on my wrist, all on my wrist. So Okay. <laughs> um, and my – I was just – Stubborn, same thing. Yeah. I was in college and yeah. my wrist was hurting pretty mm-hmm. bad, but <laughs> I just kept going. Uh, very gymnastics mentality, yeah. and probably six months in, they were like, "We should probably get some X-rays." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I walked across campus, got my X-rays, walked them back across campus. Uh-huh. It was April Fool's Day. They looked at my X-rays and they're like, "We have to go see the doctor." And I was like. <laughs> April Fool's. Right. <laughs> and they were like, no, like, so-and-so is coming. We're going to get the, the van. We're going over now. And they were pretty much like, we can put you in a cast for six weeks and see if it, anything happens or we can do surgery now. Um, and pretty much the decision was surgery because I had been practicing on it for six months and yeah. it was like mush in there,
2: <laughs> yeah, which
1: is kind of gross, but my bones had tried to like grow back together so they get like soft Mm -hmm. and they were not able to grow back together, believe it or not. Uh, yeah. So I went into surgery and then that didn't work and then I had to have another surgery and that didn't work and then another surgery and that did not work. But, um, they ended up, what they did was, um, I broke like one of the bones in your wrist that does not get its own blood supply mm-hmm. so they rerouted my blood vessels to go into that bone that's insane. to yeah to bring the blood supply to the bone so it could heal and now it's good yeah. i don't Always. have full it's range of good. motion no. um, but
0: but is it pain-free now yeah no
1: absolutely no it's not, not. it hurts every day <laughs> I think so, I'm gonna hold
3: off on this whole surgery yeah. thing.
1: So yeah. like my thing though, it I mean, I was an idiot too. Like I was twenty three. Yeah.
3: Your whole
0: world is gymnastics.
1: In my yeah. yeah. And I mean that ended my, you know, yeah. ended gymnastics for yeah. me. Um and then I was not very good at physical therapy and following up on that and doing all that stuff. So actually, when I came to Black Flag, I could barely i I did everything on my knuckles. I did mm-hmm. handstand walks on my knuckles. I did push-ups on my knuckles. Yeah. Everything was on my knuckles. yeah. Um, and I met Tracy here, and she's mm-hmm. the one who helped get my, you know, yeah. Yeah. What, what I have for range of motion, which I think is great for me, yeah. um, helped get that back. And now I can do handstands flat yeah, and Tracy it's was amazing.
3: Awesome. Not to, uh, kiss ass on you, but your PT, your PT, you gave me when I blew my, uh, that oh, disc in my yeah. back, uh, maybe like a year and a half ago. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I, um, so just got a back thing since I was a teenager, but the, uh you know, through the years of, you know, heard it this year, go to the doctor, here's uh, physical therapy, and again, 2019 and 2012. So sometimes it's long in between, but just kind of always at, uh, you know, risk for kind of some disc stuff. But when uh, I did your physical therapy, so it was bad. Like sometimes when you like, you know, get a herniated disc or disc goes bad, like you're like, oh, that one is, it's a five out of 10, that one's a 10 out of 10. When I heard it that one time, it was bad. Um, and you know, you just, I love, uh, I love my new doc and I love Cleveland Clinic and all that stuff, but it's just something wasn't as like motivating about doing the same physical therapy, the same movements. But when I came and I talked to you, Tom, and you gave me some exercises, it was, you know, you're hurt, you wobbling around and you're in your <coughs> work, your work day and you're still motivated to come to the gym and do your PT. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, it was exactly what I needed. It was just different. And it was very, I don't know if, I don't know if you guys have ever been there where it's like, you were talking about bands earlier where it's like, mm-hmm. I didn't do it very well. It's like, you have to feel mo discipline. You have to be disciplined, but there is something to be said about that extra layer of when you're hurt, that suck that you feel mm-hmm. to like, not just skip and do skip your PT basically. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so I was not only very impressed with what you programmed for, but impressed with myself that I kept coming through (laughs) to it because I always was bailing on stuff like that and being bad about it. But it was awesome PT. I feel like I know how to brace better than I ever have. Lots of stuff like that. Yeah, I don't,
2: I I mean, I wouldn't even refer to it as physical therapy. Um, You know, one of the problems, at least from my perspective in terms of physical therapy, when you're talking about health systems is it's very cookie cutter, right? It's like, you have this issue, so this is the fix. You have this issue, so this is the fix. And, you know, in in my experience, at least you find that certainly everybody's issue is a little bit different, Mm -hmm. but even more important than that, I think is, is the experience of the athlete. You know, if you have somebody who's a strength athlete or somebody who's strong, it's certainly the, the scope of practice or whatever you're going to do to help with the person fix whatever's ailing them, I think is a different perspective than it's just, Hey, I'm so-and-so I've never worked out in my life. And, you know, I tweaked my back. Right. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes when you go into those systems, those health systems, they have like, Hey, if you have, you know, a labral tear in your shoulder, this is the protocol, Mm -hmm. right? A, Mm -hmm. B, and C. And then we can do, you know, the surgical measures or the non-invasive surgical things. Um, so sometimes, you know, and obviously stronger is always better. Um, it's just always in, from that perspective, it's finding what needs to be stronger. Yeah. Right. Uh huh um, you know, is it a bracing issue? Is it a flex and extension issue? Whatever. Is it an anti-rotation issue? Um, you know, whatever those case, whatever those things may be, but really, you know, understanding that you come from an Olympic background, it's like, okay, well this, this is what it could be. And I think these are the things that will help. Yeah. Um, and then certainly doing movement screens and assessments and things of that nature, which again, in a systemic setting, I don't think you get a lot of, Mm -hmm. um, or if you do, it's very bare bones. Now it's been a long time since I've been through physical therapy in a regular, yeah. you know, setting. But like a, a perfect example is with my knees. I went in. The doc says you need surgery. I say, well, you know, I'm way too young, doc, for knee replacements. And he says, all right, well, you know, um, we can do this gel injection and then we can uh, do PRP, uh, platelet rich plasma therapy on top of it. And I say, great, awesome. He's like, it, it's not going to do anything to fix the joint, but it'll give you some pain relief. Um, it'll add some, you know, cushion in there where the cartilage used to be. Um, it'll give you another year or two. Awesome. Great. Let's do it. Um, and then I submit for the insurance. Insurance says no way, mm-hmm. you know, we're not paying for this. And yeah. I, so I call the insurance company and say, look, our protocol is this, and you haven't done any of it. You know, first, first step in the protocol is cortisone injections. Why? Yeah. Because they probably get kickbacks from the companies, the pharmaceutical companies that right. provide them cortisone, you know, yeah. and then the next step is eight weeks physical therapy. You know, even though, and then so I talked to Doc, he's like, you do not need physical therapy. You're, you're We're not going to make you stronger. It's not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, just following like these are the steps yeah. we have to follow yeah. in order for basically us to get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, and not really, you know, and it's that whole thing you hear about in health systems, right? It's not patient-based. It's not, patient not person-based. It's, you know, yeah. um, it's not health-based. It's sickness-based and all those kind of things. Um,
3: well, I think that's what I was feeling. So I think. I was always uh, just bad about doing the physical therapy because it's like you'd show up and it's like a printout piece of paper. Like, here's your physical therapy. yeah Like, do you want to come to a physical therapist once a week kind of thing? And it's like, just so, I don't know. It's like you said, like coaching the person
2: kind of thing. Yeah, and you're going to do bird dogs and you're going to do, you know. Yeah, it's uh, like, which is great. yeah Those are all great exercises. But, but, you know, going back to, is it worth it? You know, it's funny. Um, I think it's, and I don't know how, I don't know if you're born with it, uh, I don't know if it's something that's ingrained with you when you're young, but just like this competitive mindset that it doesn't matter what you're doing, you know, if you're not out there striving to do something better or to be great, I, I, you just feel like there's something missing in your life, especially when you're a young age. And I feel like, to that perspective maybe has changed a little bit with youth athletes. Just You know, I have teenagers that play sports right now, and it's interesting. Um, my, my one daughter is very, very, very motivated, you know, um, my son's pretty motivated. And then I have another daughter who's like, meh, I really don't want to do it. You know, there's lots of other things going on in the world. But I think when we were all growing up, it was like everything that we were in and the life that we were in revolved around being successful in whatever endeavors we are. And I think like for my kids coming up, like they don't, I think they're so inundated. It was like, and I'm, I'm gymnastics was probably this way coming up. Football was a little bit different. Basketball was like, it was football season. You do right. football, right. and, right. You, you know, you, you, had you had an baseball. Season. Yeah. And now I don't see that kind of motivation with kids just because it's just there all, all of the, the time. time. Yeah. You know, all of the time. But I think, too, the mindset was when we were, you know, hey, if you get hurt, you got to push through it. You mm. got to deal with it. You know, this is how you get tough. This is how, you know, winners are made and all that kind of stuff. Um, right, wrong, or indifferent. But when I look back on the things that I was able to accomplish, you know, I, I tore up my knee real bad in high school, and it, it was it, it was a very humbling scenario. Uh, my junior year in high school, we won the national championship for high school football. We were ranked number one coming in the season, uh, USA Today, ESPN, play the entire season, um, win the national title. As you could imagine, you know, the things that come along with that is you get a lot of Uh, college opportunities. And so I was very, very blessed to be kind of one of the higher rated defensive backs in the country. Um, lots of schools, lots of opportunities. Um, but it was on to basketball season. So three weeks into basketball season, I'm cutting through the lane. I step on a kid's foot, Mm. knee buckles funny, um, doesn't feel right. Finish practice. We have to lift go down in the weight room afterwards. We have back squats. Knee just doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel right. Get home that night. By the time I wake up the next morning, my knee is giant, you know? So, uh, and then and, and this is, God, this is in the early nineties. So go to the doc. Doc can't tell what's going on. Um, through x-rays he says, Hey, we have to do a scope. So I go in for an arthroscopic surgery. They tell me it's going to be 45 minutes in and out. Boom. They'll cut out some cartilage. Come out of surgery six hours later, knee totally reconstructed. <laughs> back then, they I had uh, they call it flipper cartilage. I had about um, oh I don't know about like a two inch hole in my cartilage, but it was still connected on one side. So when I walked, then the, the cartilage would kind of flip up and down, yeah. would fill up the jointness and that. So back then, um, you know, I was so young they didn't want to take the cartilage out. So what they did was they took three screws and just drilled them through my knee, right? So I had screw, like a screw sitting on outside both sides of my knee oh. and full leg cast and this and that, non-weight bearing for like three months. Oh. And in the meantime, I'm being recruited by top 25 colleges to come and play defense. And they don't, you know, this is before the internet, so they don't know what's going on. Right, right? man. So they're watching, you know, all this film and this and that. Um, so, you know... I get to, you know, I go through rehab, everything, you know, and the docs, like, there's no way you're playing your senior year. Of course, my mindset is go after yourself. I don't, I'm playing mm-hmm. rush back, have just a terrible senior year. Then I end up tearing a muscle in my hip. Like, in, you know, I, all, all of the schools that had offered me all rescinded.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, so, you know, um, and then, but I'm still fortunate enough. I get an opportunity to play football at Villanova, yeah. you know. But I'm definitely a quarter of the player that I was before I got hurt. I know it. Everybody who used to watch me play knows it. Nobody says anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know, but then you go to end up transferring to John Carroll, all American, Hall of Fame, all that stuff. It, it all worked out. Um, but the thing that keeps coming back to me, like, was it all worth it? You know, again, I need double knee replacements now. Um, you know, I got a rotator cuff tear that I just deal with all the time. I've had screws put in my arms. Um, you know, I'm sure I've had multiple concussions. (laughs) I'm just waiting for the CTE to kick in. Um, but was it worth it? Like without the even a blink of an eye, I would say yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I was gonna say
1: it, a thousand percent yeah, yes. <laughs> and it's not
2: it's not because of the championships, it's not because of the accolades, it's because of like the friendships, the experiences, <laughs> yeah. the relationships. Yeah. Um you know, I was watching this Urban Meyer thing last night or the Florida Gators thing on Netflix, and they were just talking about, you know, all these guys are on the NFL, but the, like, the only thing that they really remember is their experience at the University of Florida and national championships. Mm-hmm. And it's not because of the national championships, right? It's because of the experiences, the moments, you know. I mean, I remember being a sophomore in Can Fawcett Stadium, and it's five degrees outside in the state championship game, and it's like, You know, I can't remember what I did three minutes ago, but that 30 seconds, that snapshot in time is so vivid that it's like, if I had to experience all of that, you know, all of the hardships and pain and surgeries and rehabs and, you know, waking up in the morning now and having to walk sideways down the stairs because my knees hurt, (laughs) like, but it's a mindset. It was all worth it, but it's a mindset, I think. That is either cultivated over time, or you're yeah. born with. Yeah. Because when you talk to people who don't have those experiences, they like, like, what the what hell is wrong doing? with you? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. why are you doing yeah. this? Um, anyway,
0: so that's
3: that's funny to yes, talk about. Like,
0: worth it. obviously, it being worth it, but then like remembering all those good times with people, and it's not necessarily like winning the championships and stuff. There's there's a basketball player who. He gets interviewed after they lost in, like, the NCAA championship or something. And they're like, what are you going to miss most about the sport? And he's, like, tearing up and just, like, trying to get it out. And he's, like, just going out to eat. And I remember so many people on, like, Twitter and Instagram were, like, going out to eat, like, laughing about it. Like, what the heck? And it's, like, oh, I 100% know exactly what he's talking about. Like, yeah, you miss all those, like, little things with the bond that you made with those people and not necessarily like all the winning and championships so it's funny how you when you fight through like a bunch of crap like you being hurt i'm sure you had a bunch of teammates who were hurt like there's something special about all of you going through like the
3: shitty stuff together yeah mm-hmm. that that's like what makes it special
2: mm-hmm.
3: for sure mm-hmm. when i was at the doc i mean i again don't go often so i don't know what i was expecting, but I, the conversation we had which was very much like what we're having now like with the doc she was just like you're if you want to have surgery right now like you're going to be in this mental state and not able to do this stuff um and you know again i don't even know if i need surgery yet but she's like if you don't you know i understand like you being able to go and lift and live your life and happiness and all that kind of stuff like we did have that conversation which i appreciated and i was just because Obviously, I'm going to pretty much be going down that path where I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just 38, whatever, but I'm just like, I, I want to be able to lift. Like, I want to lift. And mm-hmm. I want to do it and have fun and vibe and slam bars and yeah. you know, kill PRs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I love it. I love it. I love it.
3: Um, you ever just like, you ever see, you ever see rookie of the year? Uh, is that that
0: baseball movie? It is. Yeah, I've seen it. Tom's, I can't remember. Tom's looking at me right now, like <laughs> has, you has better he seen this one. I've never seen that movie.
3: Yeah. No, I have. Yeah, have Lindsay.
1: I've seen it. All right, cool. Yeah.
3: But he's—I can't remember—he if he, like steps on the ball on the mound and he falls and he lands on his shoulder and he gets quote-unquote hurt, but then he, when he heals, he's like the Terminator. I'm like, man, that would be. I just decoration. remember the sound of the arm when he took the cast off. Like, <laughs> yeah, Beep. I'm like, oh man, he's <laughs> throwing like 140 mile an hour fastballs. It's like a 12 year old. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> When's that technology
2: coming? Not that that was technology. That was all natural, of course. Yeah. But oh, it's coming. Yeah, they're building super athletes right now. Oh, man, I mean, can there, I there are you know, there's there's labs that are creating genes that you can implant that will make your child. Fit whatever mold that you want them to fit. I mean, it's the what world about thirty-eight
3: year olds. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> look, if you have the money,
2: I mean, you there's places you can go in uh, Dominican Republic and Costa Rica that can shoot you up with uh, uh-huh. you know uh, stem cells and well, all types it, of stuff. Yeah,
3: wasn't there a Kobe story? I don't know. I can't remember. I'm a little bit, tough. but didn't he, he go somewhere because? The mm-hmm. doctors in America didn't want to do something. I can't remember the yeah. Post-tower.
2: I mean, the, the way the, a lot of that stuff works is you know other countries are much quicker to the game. Yeah. Um, with some of that stuff, uh, right or wrong, but yes, way back in the day when he tore his Achilles, I think. I think that was yeah. He day. went and uh, I mean, just think about that. Okay. So have you, have you guys ever seen the the clip oh, where yeah. Kobe tears his Achilles tendon? Yeah. So he, <laughs> Lindsay's face.
1: I've never seen it, but I have seen girls in gymnastics. Sure,
2: <laughs> I would imagine. That makes it so much better. Yeah. And
1: it, like, I will never forget that sound. Uh, ever. Oh, yeah. Terrifying. It's, woo.
2: But so Kobe, there's a great documentary about Kobe's comeback. It's called The Muse. And it's, if you ever want to get into the mentality. That guy's the, a savage. The psychotic yeah. I mean you you have to be unstable a little unstable to be successful uh, at that level for that long, right? Yeah,
0: it's like almost being mentally ill <laughs> that's in like I'm a saying, great way is. where it's like, oh my god, you it is. you literally can never be satisfied with Yeah, where it's you exactly
2: are. it. But anyway, so he he uh just is totally routine basketball play, catches the ball, takes one dribble to his left, he plants, goes down, grabs the back of his leg. They, you know, time timeout trainer comes out he goes i'm good though right and the guy's like trainer's like i I don't know man he's (laughs) He's like like, i'm good though, right so he stays on the court and shoots the two foul shots within like within probably like three minutes of rupturing his achilles tendon he stands at the foul line and makes two foul shots and then checks out of the game yeah i remember that like yeah there's certain like you look we all genetically have pain thresholds and things that we can tolerate but it's just like his mindset was such that, like no i'm good right like there's Mm -hmm. like no, man, you can't walk. Yeah. You know? Um, but, yeah, dude, if you... But they did. They He went over to, I don't know if it was Germany or somewhere in Europe, and they... Yeah. They, you know, when they... And I, they do surgeries like that now in the States where they will reattach the Achilles, but then they'll lace it with stem cells or, um, you know, or give them, some, you know, PRP injection uh, along with the surgery. But, yeah, man, if you got the loot, you there's a million, I mean... You know the whole peptide world and the whole SARMs world has changed everything. Especially like if your goal is just to yeah. look good and feel good. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, if you're a competitive athlete, it's and it's changed that landscape too because it was a way. You know, SARMs have kind of changed the scope of all athletics um, and health and wellness. But you know, SARMs were were a pretty you know easy cheat for a while. Yeah. Uh, because they have really short half lives. SARMs, uh, selective androgen receptor modulators. Um, Thank basically, so, or peptides, right? So, but like all the CrossFit athletes, maybe three or four, this is the stuff they were all getting popped with. Mm. Um, and the reason they liked it and the reason that like anti-aging clinics will use it instead of giving you hormone replacement is because basically it tells whatever, whatever gland that you're working with to start producing whatever hormone you're trying to reproduce naturally mm-hmm. versus bringing in exogenous, you know, hormones or synthetic hormones, right? So, um, if I want to get more growth hormone, I bring in a certain peptide or SARM and it will kickstart my, tu- my pituitary gland to start making growth hormone again, um, naturally, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't have to worry about it. And it has a very short half-life, so that's why athletes were taking mm-hmm. it, because it would get in and out of the system fairly mm-hmm. quick. Um, so, now with the SARMs, a lot of times they test for like something called like uh, glycine, right, which is like a mask, masking agent. You know, mm-hmm. It's a hydration agent that bodybuilders use. Uh, and that that in and of itself, can cause some kidney damage but um but anyway, yeah, to your point, I mean, if you wanted to go down that rabbit hole, i mean there's you know you go to maybe these anti aging clinics and they we will we'll
1: save that for next yeah, next but you topic. go to these anti aging clinics and
2: they i mean they will you know all these different peptides and peptides are simply just a combination of uh, of amino acids mm-hmm. um that when they combine them all together will elicit this response from a particular gland but anyway, yeah, so you could you could totally go uh Crazy. Like, for you with the shoulder thing, like, especially if it's soft tissue, like, you know, there's arm collections that are just kind of, you know, will help that. And, again, stem cells, even though they're expensive, um, I don't know. I mean, some people say they're pretty effective. Some people, they don't. I had good experiences with mine. Mm -hmm. You know, they added. I got mine in both knees when I was 40, and I was probably pretty degenerated at that point, and it gave me six, seven more years on my knees. Mm -hmm.
3: So I just always, by default, was, like... I don't know if it's the wrong way to think about it. Probably is, but I just, going under the knife is like the last option to me. I don't know if that's the best way to go about it, but that's just by default yeah. how
2: I operate. I mean, I think back in the day, that's probably the right mindset. I think now everything's so, yeah. you know, advanced. I don't yeah. know if it's anywhere near as invasive as like it used to be, but I don't know. It's been a long time since I had a surgery.
1: Yeah. You know? I, I think you're right. I think, the, I mean, the technology is. Right. They do, like, one little slit, and they're, like, <laughs> just in, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, it's wild what they can do yeah. now, but.
2: I don't know. I don't
1: know. TV what else do you continue. want to talk about? <laughs>
2: I mean, Angels in the Outfield. Or, no, now, Rookie of the Year, we were talking about on Angels I mean, have outfield. you totally, seen Angels in the totally Outfield? Totally
0: different. What's your favorite Very baseball movie, <laughs> movie, Max? Uh, you want to know my favorite, favorite baseball, baseball movie? Favorite baseball movie. A League of <laughs> Their Own.
3: That's a great one. <laughs> it
0: is a great that's one. A great Dude, it's one. phenomenal.
3: Yeah. Tom I used Kanks. to watch
0: that all the time when I was a kid. Um, w- my dad had like a big van, and on our ways to our baseball games, we would turn on like the, the last uh, one where like the sisters are playing each other. It's real intense. Oh, yeah. Oh my, intense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can quote so many things from that movie. It's so good. So that's, yeah, that's probably my favorite baseball movie. That's a
3: good one. Ever see Bull Durham?
2: <laughs> I have no. never seen Bull Durham. I've never seen it from beginning to end. I mean, I've seen it, uh, you know, parts of it, but, yeah, never seen it.
3: That movie is – I bet if you went on whatever, Ron Tomatoes, whatever, I bet it gets way better score than you think. That movie is so good. So it's basically just about in the minor leagues, like the psychology of being a minor league baseball player. But it's a com- romantic comedy thing, but it's, it's incredible. Even though it's romantic comedy – I know I seem like that kind of guy that just goes <laughs> home watch watches romantic <for laughs> comedies all the time. But the uh, Kevin Costner uh, and uh, Tim Robbins relationship in that, they're catcher and pitcher. And he's so Tim Robbins is the upcoming young buck pitcher in the minor leagues who's probably going to go to the, the show, they call it. Probably going to go to the show. And then uh, Kevin Costner, he is on the back end of his career, the vet that is comes in that's supposed to mentor him. And it is... It's just, it's incredible. It's incredible. So make sure you watch that. And we will watch, talk about it the next episode, You two Town.
2: I, I will check it out. I can't, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, can't I feel like it.
1: there was something we were supposed to watch the first time.
2: No, I think that I had a list
0: of
1: seven.
2: We things. do. Where
1: is our
3: list? We need
0: a little whiteboard list. We need
1: list. to write it down. Mm-hmm.
2: I have a list. I don't, it, like, what, I mean. If, are we gonna go this movie route? Is that is that something you no, guys no, want to do? No, no, that's just
1: gonna be a side. Oh, that's hustle. gonna be a side because yeah. I mean, uh, a yeah. side hustle. Yeah. I don't know.
2: I like it. <laughs> I'm down for whatever. Not
1: every single one, but I, I just feel like everyone. Well, I mean, you're pulling out I'm,
2: your pads, so I. I, 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 I <laughs> do you have a list of the well, movies? Why don't we just start now? I didn't make a list. <laughs> that's <laughs> why
1: he said we should start a list, and I was like, oh yeah, we probably should.
2: Uh, oh man. Well, we
3: talked about the program last week. I we remember. talked about the
2: program. I think we talked about Pee Wee's Big Adventure.
1: Uh, Oh, see, I did write down the program, uh, but I didn't know what it was.
3: (laughs) What is the program?
1: I honestly, I honestly, so I have all the the ideas for the names written down and I was like, the program, I I don't think we made that. I don't think that was ever an idea, but now I realize that that's the list of movies.
0: I love that you wrote it down. All right, what is everybody's, and the reason I'm saying top two is because i recently this has been like a thing <laughs> the past two weeks i've been i finally figured out what my top like two favorite movies are of all time oh
2: yeah you're do that. opening
3: yourself up for a lot of criticism right now all right, you, so you i'll
0: know. bat lead off for this one. let's go let's go so the favorite movie of all time i don't know i don't think i've talked about it but have you guys seen the movie warrior no the two brothers yep yeah. yep that's yep. yeah, literally the greatest movie ever.
1: Warrior? It's, so it's,
0: yeah, it's two brothers. They Tom
1: got, is so oh, mad so good. right now. I you said it's the greatest, the greatest uh, movie ever. Dude, it is
0: by far the best movie ever. Oh, man. So you have these two brothers. They were like Tom separated. Hardy. Yeah, and Tom Hardy, I just love him as an actor. Like yeah. The Dark Knight Rises, that's a great movie. Um, and Tom Hardy's Bane, he's just freaking awesome. Um, but yeah, it's two brothers that were separated. Um when Nick they Nolte. Nick I don't
2: even know who Nick Nolte is. No, so the guy that, that plays the dad. That the, yeah, that guy's the guy, such an actor. So, a so great he's like actor. an old school, like yeah, like there was a time where he was like one of the it, actors, yeah, like running yeah, it. back in the day. Uh huh. Um, yeah, no, I mean I wouldn't put it in my top ten. It's, it's literally number one. But yeah, it's a great movie. It's uh, like a UFC fighters warrior. Yeah. Uh, but it is a good movie. Yeah. It is a good movie. Uh, what was your second one? Uh, Glory Road. The basketball one.
0: Basketball one. Never yeah. seen it. I used to watch that as a kid all the time. Those too. are your
2: two favorite of all time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those are your two favorite Oh my I God. I love them. Yeah, they oh get me fired up. my God. But that's your your two favorite versus like your top five movies of all time. Like, are those your favorite movies? Or are those in your mind like the two greatest works of cinematic art? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah well so like, yeah, it's I think it's more so like nostalgic plus like the way they make you feel. Like I like the motivation behind both of them. Okay, so like, it wasn't
2: like the lighting or the store, yeah, no, you no, know, no. like the, the wardrobe. No, that's, um, a, that's it. Is such a tough question. I'm a big kind of movie nut. Uh-huh. Uh, like my thing, my escape is going to the movies. Yeah. Um, which I didn't uh, do for like ten years. Oh no! I, as
0: I'm, a kid, big, I did it. My wife all and I are always time. going to the movies. Yeah, but we, Lauren and I went. Um, and we saw that creepy child trafficking one, which the first 20 minutes, I was like, all right, I think I might need to leave. It <laughs> got dark. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Dude, I did not yeah. like it. Um, I mean, it was a good message, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not going for a don't second do walk. Don't do that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, <laughs>
2: it's frowned upon.
0: <laughs> good, good awareness. Uh, uh, but no, I, I, I love going to the
2: movies again. I'm trying to get that going. Yeah. It's kind of just our escape. You know, you shut off the phone and you get away. What from are your top day? two? I don't. I mean, I can't answer that. Uh, throw,
0: throw out a couple that I you mean, really the first, enjoy.
2: The very first one that I think everybody needs to see is The Godfather. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I mean, it. it's just so good, um, but they're, they're just way too – I mean, I I would literally have to sit down and take hours and, like, write down, a, like, a list. <laughs> of, yeah. Because there's a huge difference between, like, movies that are, like, the greatest movies of all time versus movies that I just love. Yeah. I love it. Right? Um. Yeah, I mean, like, what What are the movies if you're flipping through the channels? Like, you're like, oh, I got to watch. Like, mm. I'm not. You want to know another? Walking Tall. With The Rock. With The Rock. <laughs> not the original. <laughs> With
3: The Rock. Does he carry around a two-by-four in that?
0: Yeah, yeah of course Four-by-four, four, <laughs> <Of course> four, <laughs> baby. Of course he
2: does.
3: Four-by-four.
2: Four. Oh, Dude, I, want, I don't know, Linz. What do I you have truck. a top two? I, I mean, you oh just searched God. your phone. You got your list out.
1: Uh, so, the the... I wasn't, I was th- thinking of this movie I used to watch when I was a kid and he said warriors and I was like, what was that? I know there was warrior warriors of virtue. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. It was 97 film. Very interesting, but I don't even remember. I was like trying to read the whole plot. I used to, it was like a, like a martial arts kind oh. of like, <laughs> oh, boy, love so it. that's a little peek into my childhood. <laughs> wow. But, um, I don't know, like movies now, I just, I don't know. I'm like super nerdy in that I don't really watch like TV or movies or anything. I'm so far removed from it. But um, if I had to choose one right now, like Avatar, I love Avatar.
2: <laughs> <laughs> True story. I walked out of Avatar. Oh, wow. I, was like, I was like, this is where my, i mean, I'm not a very intellectual guy. So, I mean, I'm watching this thing and I'm like, they're fucking blue. <laughs> like, I'm out. Like I can't waste two hours.
1: I'm not doing it. <laughs>
2: but no. So I've never seen Avatar. Did you see the Neither second one? Neither. Uh, yeah. was, was it as good as I've everybody? Heard great things.
1: Listen, the second one was good. Just just because I think like the way they make the movies. I mean, the technology for movie making now is <sighs> just wild. Yeah. So like you sit there and you're watching, you're just like, whoa. Like yeah. this world is amazing. <laughs> That's what I think is cool about the second one. I think that it dragged on a little bit there. And it was wh- kind of like a bunch of the same stuff happening. You're like, oh, are they going to catch him? No, he escaped again. Oh, like, you know what can't I mean? You can't catch this guy. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> just What's, one of those what things is over, the, over What
2: is the premise of the first one? Can you, can you break it down to me real uh,
1: quick? Yeah, it's basically that we think we own everything, and we are going to this other world trying to mine stuff that isn't ours and they use it as their like life you know what i mean their life source everything's connected and we as humans just go in and try to bomb them all and destroy them because we want this valuable
0: maybe i should go see um, this yeah sounds deep
1: I know. I, that that yeah. was a very, very over Yeah,
2: but view, I mean, but that's... Uh, the,
1: the intricacies of the story. Are yeah. really, See, that's
2: where I'm at. I mean. I'm like, God, oh, they're just blue. Yeah. It.
1: <laughs> it's way more than just the blue, blue people. Blue creatures
2: <laughs> just trying to kill <laughs> yeah. humans.
1: Uh, oh. Yeah, there's a... Yeah, there's a whole... Well, how about There's a that? whole intricate story that goes along with
0: Maybe it. Maybe I have <laughs> to, uh,
3: to try and watch it again. Yeah. yeah.
0: Jimmy, what do you got? Horror films? <clears throat> Is that your... That's your go-to?
3: Yeah, but... This is, I'm I'm with Tom. This is way too hard. My hands are sweating more than ever over this question. Yeah. As you guys have been talking. you bit just bit been bit. <laughs> waiting for us <laughs> to get to well, you. I'm, I'm, or I'm hoping with, that I'm we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, I, um, but I'm with Tom. It's very, very difficult um, because I want to say anything that's, like, there's got to be a Scorsese movie that is, like, goodfellas has to be up there but it's tough to call it number one or number two and i'm with tom with them when it, are you talking like lighting and story or just feel good kind of movie um i'm talking feel good feel good movie i mean program makes me feel good but yeah um well i honestly if i had to write at this very second i asked you at the end of uh, the podcast i think last week I'm going uh, Back to the Future and oh, Indiana so Jones. Okay. Like, those, those, like, 80s, like, Steven Spielberg, just big cinematic experiences. Like, if those ever show at one of those independent theaters, like Cedar Lee or uh, the Capitol Theater, if they ever yeah. show those movies, we're all going. I'm buying you tickets, and we're all going to that. I'm serious. I'm forcing you guys to I'll come me to I see But I think
2: that, that's just kind of like a generational thing, too. Like, yeah. you guys... Michael J. Fox? Like, but when Back to the Future came out, it was like a cinematic experience because you couldn't see it anywhere else.
1: Anywhere else. You had yeah. to like go it to it the theater. Yeah.
2: yeah. You had to. And then, you know, it, it was only at one or two theaters, and it was like this big, huge... You, you know what I mean? Where it's like... And it's the same thing with music. Like, I tell my kids this all the time. Like, I feel bad for you because you never... My my daughter and I were driving down to Columbus and of course I get am playing all my terrible old you know, <laughs> rap music and I'm like, this was the first album I ever owned and you know I know every song on it, not because I've necessarily loved every song on the album, because it was, was that I you just could had skip
1: it more Yeah,
2: easily. you just you had a cassette <laughs> yeah. and it wasn't like I could just oh I don't like this song, I can just yeah, fast forward yeah. through it or I can mm-hmm. just find another song. Mm-hmm. Um so and I just you know, and then it's like you it's fall in love with that cassette, so you're waiting for the next <laughs> Right, you read or you uh-huh. see, or they put out a song on the radio that you uh-huh. hear, and you're like, "Oh my god, I can't wait!" Now I got to go to the record store, yeah. and you know, and, and got to buy the CD or buy the cassette. And it's just, and it's the same thing with movies. It was like, you know, like Star Wars or Jaws or those or Back to the Future, yeah. Yeah. where it's sure. like, you their buzz starts, and then you read yeah, about you, it in an the paper, an for sure. exactly, yeah. for sure. exactly, yeah. and so and then you wait. And it wasn't like you could just you didn't just go to the movies on a Tuesday night. You know, Mm -hmm. you waited till Friday night. Friday night,
1: Saturday. You got dressed
2: up, (laughs) and you you know you called your buddies or you know your parents, and it was like this big buttery popcorn experience (laughs) where it's like butter. a lot of times, you know, nowadays, you don't, you don't have those experiences. So it's like even like Oppenheimer, right? I don't know if you guys have seen Oppenheimer, but it's it, amazing movie, you know, the light, all that stuff. And, of course, the story is, you know, amazing in the sense that it actually happened. Um, from a historical perspective, I mean, it's terrifying as it, as, it, as it was or is. Um, but, like, even that, like, if that came out 30 years ago, it would be, like, the only thing anybody would talk about. And, you know, it would be this massive... I mean, I I, I love my favorite movie of all time, talking about, you know, not the greatest movie of all time that everybody should see, but, like, my favorite movie of all time is Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's a cinematic right. treat. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's hilarious. <laughs> yep. There's ghosts. The original one. The original one. Not Afterlife. The OG. Or, I haven't seen um, the later one. But, like, and one of the reasons that... For me, it was the first kind of, I think it wasn't, it wasn't R-rated, but it was mm-hmm. like cut. you know, and I was young enough and my brother took me. So it was like the whole experience of seeing it. And I remember going to see it like six times in the theater because yeah. it was just so blown away. Yeah. Um, same thing, like Die Hard. I remember oh, I yeah. was at a soccer tournament. My mom and I were in upstate New York at a soccer tournament. It was thunderstorms, <coughs> so everything got canceled. We had nothing to do. So my mom's like, I ah, will go, go try and see a movie. And the only thing showing was Die Hard. And, you know, I was probably 13 years old. And, of course, it was very different back then. You know, you didn't go see R-rated movies if you were 13 years old. My mom was like, well, okay, we'll go in. But like, so you're like Ooh, yes, but that I got it. that experience yeah. with my mom at that age and it's yeah. f this and everybody's getting ca- oh yeah was like the greatest. So again, like I see Die Hard and I'm yeah. like it's not necessarily how great the it's movie more like is,
1: nostalgic. <laughs> but totally. it's the you
2: know the and so there's a lot of movies like that. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. But I feel yeah. bad like my kids will never get to kind of experience yeah. like that like waiting for that
1: you know. That I remember album like as a kid or, our like movie theater. Um, in my like little hometown, the, all the walls were like carpeted, like shag carpet. Yeah, yeah. And that's like one of my standout memories as a child is like, we would always put like our handprints <laughs> yeah. in the carpet yeah. and the wall, yeah. like leaving the movie that. movie yeah. theater. Yeah. And I just like, I, I don't know. Like that's like one of those memories. Like I can feel the carpet yeah. walls too. Yeah. <laughs> as a kid. It's so awesome. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. But, um, I was, I was just going to say, you asked what what, cause what cassette that yeah, was or what yeah. album it was. It was Stone Cold Ryman, mm. young, young MC. <laughs> wow. I had three three albums that I owned when I was a kid that I can still sing every word off the album. It was Stone Cold Ryman by Young MC. Um, uh, Run DMC, uh, Raisin Hell. Uh-huh. And um, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, yeah. you know Will Smith, and Jazzy Jeff. He's the DJ and I'm the rapper. And I can still... <laughs> Any one of those songs comes on this very second, I can rap every lyric. Oh boy. Like, without missing it. No a beat. question. And that's obviously gonna happen at some point. <coughs> it happened. It happened on the ride to the volleyball <laughs> <group> this weekend. <laughs> you're, you're <I> my poor <laughs> daughter.
3: You remember uh, like your Walkman, your cassette when the batteries are starting to die and it slows oh, down. Yeah. Me growing up as a metalhead. I remember listening to the black album from Metallica, and I remember the first time like that happened. It's burning my memory, that slowing down where I loved it. When it was, yeah. like, going slower, I was like, oh, it's, like, heavier and more mm-hmm. evil, and it was amazing. You're and on I, the school bus. I, you hit a bump. I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a metalhead horror movie guy, Tom. No, so, I, I hear you, man. Uh, but, yeah, I remember that. I am like, I don't know if you guys will
0: ever get to experience that. Oh, no, I, I 100% did. Yeah? Yeah, so I remember. <laughs> I So yeah. I taught technology for four years, so uh, we would get to, like, piracy, and it would be illegal selling of <clears throat> CDs and DVDs. And... My kids were like, what is a CD? (laughs) And they were like, I literally don't know what that is. And I was like, are you kidding me? So (laughs) I talked to them about a Walkman and how I remember being like on the school bus and you'd hit a big bump and you could hear, it would completely stop the music and then you'd hear like the little like... Technology sounds, yeah. and then it would start to play again. Yeah. <laughs> technology But But uh, you'd hear it. I can, like, play it in my head, but obviously I can't make that noise. I,
1: I want to hear you try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I know I can't. It's too high pitch. It's, like, that super high frequency. But my first CD um, that I had was The Massacre by 50 Cent. Mm. Um, wow. Came out in 03. I think I was, like, seven. Um, Were your parents happy about that? That's but, your first so, CD you own, Was Yeah, so my older brother's are a ton older than me so they would show me some rap music but i got that cd and it was the first one that said in the corner like parental advisory mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. and that's like one of those albums that's enti- why you got it yeah um that's one of those albums i can sing every word to i love every song on the album because you're like forced to listen to it yeah. because you can't skip through stuff yeah. um, but my dad Heard it because I think one of my older brothers was like, "You're letting them listen to that." <laughs> oh yeah. My dad, I remember, listened to it and took it and snapped it in
3: half over <laughs> me. I was very upset. Yeah. Cry. Oh man. One of your first CDs. I mean, did you guys have that? Like your first like. I remember like my first like eight or ten like cassette CDs like my collection. Did you guys have that growing up?
1: Uh, yes, I did. Like and
3: I very vividly remember. And
1: very vividly. Um, the stealing of music as a child and like hearing stories of people getting in trouble,
0: Lime wire, (laughs) Lime wire. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then, uh, thinking that I was going to get caught (coughs) for making, you know, my Mm -hmm. five CDs that I made in my lifetime, Mm -hmm. like fined Uh $30,000. I don't know. I don't know. I still don't know if those (laughs) uh, stories were true, but in my mind they're true. So I got scared and deleted everything I could. And, (laughs) (laughs) That's so great. I was so scared. <laughs>
2: that is so great. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's uh, yeah, I don't know. I I feel old these days. You know.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, start talking about that stuff. <laughs> yeah, me too. Can I just like force one thing in from like a half an hour ago when we were talking about movies that I just to add to the list? Blue chips. You brought up Nick Nolte. I I was thinking it, and I I was like, this can't pass. Write it down.
2: It's so bad, make- it's good. Yeah. Blue chips. Well, it's 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 like the basketball version of the program. Yeah. Right? They're like, <laughs> yeah. this is what it's really like. <laughs> yeah. Um. But it's like, who's in it? Shaq's in it. Penny yep. Hardaway's in it. Yep. Um, I can't remember who the white dude was, the Nick, forward. Nick Nolte's in it, yeah. obviously.
1: Is Shaq a DJ now? Shaq's everything.
2: Shaq, Shaq is a cop. He's a DJ. So Shaq was a rapper back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. when I was in high school, he had a rap app on up. And a lot of rappers say he was, like, legit. He was. I had yeah. that, oh man. Fushnikins yeah. was the name of the I group that he rapped with. I saw a video of wow. <laughs> him,
1: like, DJ hopping around on a stage with a gigantic crowd. And it was it like, like, I, God, you just do, I do this you now want. to, like, yeah. it's the only thing that kind of mimics that Game 7 energy. I was like, <laughs> all right. Fair.
2: I like that. <laughs> that, is, that is probably something we could talk about next time is, you know, speaking, going back to injuries and was it worth it how in, how you adjusted when you got done
1: competing Ooh, yeah that's, i like that. So, <laughs> that's a, i think that's a great time <laughs> I, I know i struggled with it did it not bad. go well yeah i <laughs> struggle <laughs> with it really bad
2: yeah uh, still too to this to this day yeah yeah, yeah. um but anyway not, not cool. to jump ahead <laughs> to our next <laughs> podcast but yeah um apparently when you uh want to take your next step in life just be a dj
1: just DJ it out. You can just hit yeah. a couple <laughs> buttons
2: and... Beep, beep,
1: beep,
2: beep. <laughs> 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 oh, man right i don't know guys i think uh episode two or three or whatever two, two yeah. is in the books yeah
3: tom, tom did one tom's two this
2: is i think this oh. is gonna be three. Oh, oh he did um. his own yeah.
1: yeah it's three for you
2: it was very aggressive as in a very dark place Oh gosh. Uh, second episode <laughs> I, can't I apologize wait to hear yeah. i love it i love wait, it this <laughs> all sucks i'm tired of this <laughs> i love it it'll be a good listen all
3: right so next time. all right yeah thanks guys signing off goodbye